With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money presented by DraftKings right here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Happy New Year, January 1st, 2024. It's safe to say that Mother Nature is ready for the Rose Bowl. Just about 830 local time here right off the coast of Los Angeles a 4.1 magnitude earthquake hit so we're ready for the Rose Bowl as Michigan and Bama will clash coming up at two o'clock local time five o'clock your time east coast right now what's interesting because there's a clear line in the sand okay 70 percent or more of the money right now on Alabama but this morning two and a half up from one and a half on Michigan we've now dropped back down to two so clear line in the sand with the betters and the books when it comes to the Rose Bowl. Texas and Washington later tonight. Right now we're sitting four. Texas laying it at DraftKings. What's fascinating as we say hi, I'll get to more importantly, Dustin Sweetelson, Amal Shaw. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles. What's fascinating is I woke up this morning to the VEASAN Daily. You know, it's free over at VEASAN.com. You can get a write-up for every single bowl game, including the Final Four today. Bill AD doing a great job. And I took a look at the bull projections. 19 of our experts are backing Alabama. Four. Yes, count them. Four backing Michigan. I'm scared as we say hi to the boys. So much to do as, of course, week 18, the schedule's in for the NFL. We've got your machinations as far as the NFL playoff situation, the fallout from John Goulet's Cowboys beating my Detroit Lions on Saturday continues as we say, what's up to Omal Shaw? Omal, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Patrick. And tell you what, it's going to be a great day. You're right. It feels like the entire world is on Bama, but this line has actually crept back up in favor of Michigan sitting at two. It'll be interesting to say. Hopefully everyone in Southern California with that 4.1 is okay and no ill effects going into the game today, which kicks off about 2.15 Pacific time. I was on the phone with the future king, and that is Dustin Sweetelson, who, I mean, it would take hours during today's program to get through the tickets. Lamar Jackson, 13 to 1. Uh, he's got McCaffrey, Offensive Player of the Year. He's got Coach of the Year cornered. He's got Bama, 40 to 1. He's got Washington, 40 to 1. Oh, and 25 to 1. And he was on the phone with me earlier today. We, we just brushed off the earthquake. It was 827 this morning. We're on the phone. Got 
hit with an earthquake. Two little hits as we get closer and closer to Bama and Michigan clashing right up the road. Big guy, what's up? Dustin Sweetelson. Well, I mean, I thought 2024 I was going to start winning some more bets, and so far I laid nine with LSU against Wisconsin in whatever name bowl this is right now. And they're absolutely letting me down. After I believed in Wisconsin to start the year, I believed in all the hype of all the transfers. They let me down all season long. They became a fa fade candidate for me. And then, for whatever reason today, they decided to play like the team that I expected them to be at the start of this season, and they're letting me down. I also doubled down. I'm like freaking Dan Campbell over here. When things are going wrong, I want them to go worse. So then I, I'm already losing minus nine just now on my way to the bathroom. I was like, you know what? I'm going to bet LSU plus one and a half in game. Come back from the bathroom. They're punting again. Dan Campbell's quote today, Amal Shaw, he's full of fury and octane, just like the mm. big guy. No surprise from Mr. Kneecaps. <laughs> when you get penalized uh, on that two point attempt, you may want to kick the field. Let's continue. That is the ReliaQuest Bowl, Wisconsin LSU Amal right now. Wisconsin up 31-28, 10-21 to play in the fourth. The Fiesta, Liberty, Oregon. Oregon's up 31-6. Let's get takeaways before we move forward, boys. Citrus Bowl, Iowa doing what they do. 10-15 to play in the third. They've scored nothing. It's 14-0 Tennessee Amal. Yeah, surprisingly, this Hawkeyes defense hasn't done a great job on the freshman. Uh, Nico in there, can't pronounce his last name just yet. We'll figure it out and see what happens. But uh, I tell you, give Oregon credit. They've got Bo Nix playing in this game, Tez Johnson. Um, they've got some other guys in there. When you look at the Will Shipley injury, where he got the leg injury in their bowl game against Kentucky, I would expect in the future a lot of people to continue to opt out, and it's only going to increase as you start to see an injury like Will Shipley. So give Oregon and Dan Lanning a ton of credit. Off to a 31-6 to start at halftime and they should have no problem rolling the rest of the way a monday big guy on sharp money it's a new year but nothing changes we've got like love loathe coming up so we'll get to that a little early today because then i'd say the last 90 minutes of today's program remember we're going to be on the air when michigan alabama kicks off at two o'clock our time five u on the east coast we will have guests we'll have somebody live from new orleans we'll have somebody we'll have our buddy mr austin who does a great job right before and leading into michigan alabama so we'll get to like, love, loathe a little early. Uh, just before we do transition to the NFL, and then we'll have plenty on the college football boys. The Alabama, Michigan, I said there's a clear line in the sand, Amal Shaw. And that is very apparent because I just told you 19. Now, these are sharp people over at vcin.com. 19 of the 23 experts are on Alabama, four only on Michigan. But the sand continues to be drawn when you look and you You've got the public all over Alabama as well. More than 70% of the money. However, I mentioned today that one and a half, which was pretty solid, got hit up to Michigan two and a half. And now we've come back, fallen back to two here on Michigan. I tell you right now, what surprises me is that the, you mentioned it. The moves have been uh, in favor of Michigan, but I'm not surprised the public and everyone else is on Alabama. Nick Saban has lost three bowl games in his last 11, and those are in national championship games. The other eight, he's been able to win consecutively in the first game when he has an opportunity to play in it. They've generally been in the college football playoff, but what a job he's done. On the flip side, Jim Harbaugh is just one and six in bowl games. He's lost his last six. Michigan's offense has gone stagnant a little bit when you look at them throughout the course 
course of the season uh, as they progressed in the latter part of their schedule, which is much more challenging. I know we're going to get into a detailed breakdown of this game, but Patrick, you're right. It's a little bit surprising. On the flip side, you make the argument. How many times in the last 15 years have you had an opportunity to get Nick Saban in a neutral site or a home game and have an opportunity to get plus money? You know, it's funny, narrative controls and perception often controls the betting market. Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. Dustin, I told you I'm coming home from Michigan for Christmas, spending time with the family. And I'd say if you ask the Michigan fan base, they were trepidatious. Now, I'm going to tell you something right now here. V-SIN, Sharp Money, Harbaugh is gone. Yes. Okay, Jim Harbaugh, he is not going to be coaching Michigan, whether or not he coaches two games or one more game. I'm going to tell you something right now. That freaking weirdo is on his way to the NFL, whether it be with the Chargers. Now, it looks like Eberflus has saved his job with the Bears. My, the What we're hearing out of Michigan is Harbaugh is going to be gone. So I mentioned perception. Dustin, because this game, Alabama and Michigan, everybody is all over Nick Saban. Nick Saban's proven Harbaugh in these big spots isn't. They have Michigan since the pandemic. They have been building to this game, right? This is the overlooked, most untalented Bama team we've seen over the last decade. Michigan has been steadily building to this game at the Rose Bowl. This is you have to win it if you're Harbaugh on the way to the NFL. Yeah, but it's a rare situation where a team in the college football playoffs has someone opting out of the bowl game that's going to impact the play as much as Michigan has. Like when you look at everything happening on the field for Michigan, their most important player over the last couple seasons is not there. And I'm talking about Connor Stallions because the fact that they hey. can't cheat and, and know what signs Alabama is using ahead of time. And by the way, you know, Nick Saban probably has some stuff up his sleeve to confuse them if they thought they were going to scout their signs ahead of time. That is the biggest issue for for uh, for Michigan right now. But I am concerned about everyone backing Alabama as someone sitting on a 40 to one ticket on the tide to win the title. I, I bet that after they lost early in the year because the talking points are very similar across the board. Well, in the college football playoff, Nick Saban's won six straight. When these two met in the 2020 Citrus Bowl, Nick Saban and, and the Crimson Tide took care of the Wolverines 35-16. to 16. And you look at the track record for Jim Harbaugh when it comes to the college football playoff, lost to TCU and lost to, was it Georgia before that? Can't remember. Yeah. So that's two for 0-2 in the college football playoff for him. And then Nick Saban wins these games by like an average of 20 points per game. Let's, let's hear from Jim Harbaugh. I want to play this clip for you because I wanted to maybe get some, uh, some insight on this game from the Wolverines Yeah, good luck. You want to get weird to start 2024? Go ahead, play I'm the gonna, clip. I'm let's gonna, hear it. This clip that I'm about to play for you, I just want to preface that this was the least weird of the moments that I was able to get through. It's the only one I could play. All right, this is him on managing it. this week. The hay's never in the barn for us. We, ne we never think of it that way. So uh, things to things to clean up, polishing the diamond, as, as we like to say. Uh, you know, make the most of this day. Uh, you know, tonight we'll get get together, watch a you know, watch a movie, and you know, talk talk to the team. Different different things like that. Kind of get the red blood pumping a little bit, so you can visualize it. Uh, and go to sleep and, and, you know, see how good of a night's sleep you can get. You know, um, sometimes uh, it's kind of 
Sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. Um, I really stressed a good night's sleep last night. Uh, kind of feel like dude, that's whatever. a sleep to sleep I can't take him. What, dude, you are so, um, so off. The, pull that clip down. He is so off the reservation. I, it doesn't, the plane that would be disrespectful to our brains because he's talking about blood being red. He's talking about watching movies together. He's talking about hay and barns. He's a freaking weirdo. He wins football games. We'll see if he can win in a big spot. That's but, all. Hold on, but there is a major missed detail there and this game's all about the details nick saban doesn't miss details your blood is not red what, what is your blood your blood is blue until it it gets oxygen then it becomes red okay so your enough. veins are blue we are going to transition to the nfl however there's 50 seconds left to talk texas washington which is about how much the nation cares about texas washington we just <laughs> we just spent the whole entire first segment of them all on alabama why is this the only thing that ma- there's four teams left if you if you're being completely honest texas player for player could be as talented as any team in the final four and this game just completely overlooked i think we've had the best final four we had so far in college football and hopefully it turns out that way on the field i mean look at the spreads and you look at the talent across the board it should be a ton of fun but you're right this game is an afterthought for everybody blood is blue says dustin i think so the maize and blue taking on alabama at the rose bowl when we come back who's in who's out nfl playoff picture next there are some things that are too good to keep a secret Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
Okay, into the new year, holiday special. If you're looking to bet smarter, VSIN has the perfect holiday gift for you. Sign up for our holiday special right now, today, the first of the year. No better time to start. Little New Year's resolution, 79 bucks until May 1st. VSIN.com slash subscribe to get our daily best bets, exclusive betting splits, premium analysis, plus all of our betting guides for the college bowl game, Super Bowl, and March Madness, all for $79 right now. VSIN.com slash subscribe. Just doing a great job. Everybody over at vcin.com, the write-ups on the bowl games have been invaluable. Uh, again, all those links that we discussed that go right to vcin.com as a pro, you can find them, the vcin daily with Bill AD every single day. Just go to vcin.com, enter your email address. Now, I'm all Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher. As we kick off the new year, 2024, we've got quite a day to do so. We've got, of course, the Rose Bowl and, of course, in New Orleans coming up a little bit later. It feel, it's crazy that that's the one that's in prime time, but the sugar with Texas and Washington on the way right now, Wisconsin up 31-28 LSU, Oregon 38-6, 11-11 to play over Liberty and Tennessee 14 nothing. four minutes to go in the third over Iowa. Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson, I'm Patrick Maher. We'll transition now and get to the NFL and a crazy week 17 in the NFL. We do have some not necessarily a clear picture when it comes to the playoff picture because entering week 18 boys the AFC has three playoff berths still up for grabs of course the AFC East title showdown between the Bills and the Dolphins highlight the action but the NFC there's six teams fighting for the two final playoff spots so still plenty to be figured out we'll get to like love low them all but just some of the storylines coming out of week 17 correct me if I'm wrong Dave David Tepper, the Panthers owner, he was the inspiration for Billions, correct? Uh, it's like a mix of him and Steve, Steve Cohen. Cohen. Yeah. Okay, well, he was auditioning for Mad Men over the weekend. Am I right? <laughs> uh, anyway, throwing drinks on play on, on fans. We shall see like that big guy. Uh, Lamar Jackson, absolutely the best player on the planet right now. Wraps up the MVPs minus 20,000 right now. If you'd like to bet him uh, off the dismantling of San Francisco at home. What, some six days later, he absolutely went nuts on Miami. Miami loses Nick Chubb with the torn ACL. Uh, and of course, what happened on Saturday night, a highly rated game and crazy finish the Lions losing 20 to 19 to the Cowboys a- anything else stand out to you before we get into the playoff picture here I'm all you know just Baltimore's performance after a great win against San Francisco everybody talking about them and then Lamar Jackson with a perfect quarterback rating what a performance and by the way I guess uh, yesterday was one-handed catch day in that game between Baltimore and the Miami Dolphins you get Roquan Smith with the one-handed inter- interception Isaiah likely with the one-handed touchdown catch and there was the the fullback uh, drawing a blank on his name right now but it was unbelievable these guys were just outstanding the Ravens played like an elite football team yesterday you would never think yesterday that the Miami Dolphins were the second best team in the AFC by record yeah no you nailed it and Baltimore right now playing perfect ball that's year one of the Munkin offense that Lamar Jackson has perfected and big guy as we turn to the playoff picture you've got the NFC one seed of course with the Cardinals beating the Eagles, San Francisco, they get a week off here. We'll get into the number and what happens in week 18 as they're your one seed. They'll get the buy in home field throughout. And in the AFC, as Amal just mentioned, you have the Ravens. 
Uh, my biggest takeaway at this time is that I made a drastic mistake in betting on one team to win the Super Bowl when I thought I was buying low. We'll get into that more later on in the show. Uh, but other than that, the Chicago Bears. It's going to be the most fascinating off offseason we've ever seen in maybe the last 10, 15 years. What do they do at head coach? Did Eberflus keep his job? But more importantly... What do they do with the number one overall pick with the way Justin Fields has looked, the way that defense has come on, the trade for DJ Moore looking like a true number one? The Chicago Bears over the next, I don't know, 12 months or so from now until this time next year are a team that I have no idea what they will be. Will they be rebuilding or, or will they be in the playoffs this time a year from now? Uh, I totally agree, and I'm sure we'll all have something to say about the Bears and their future in like, love, loathe. Amal Shaw, I'd say if we start with the AFC and the playoff yeah. picture, the big one coming up on Sunday, that's for the AFC East, and it's Buffalo at Miami. I don't know if you took a look, a peek at the number, but Buffalo on the road is lane three at Miami for the East. Yeah, Patrick, I'm glad you brought that point up. I was surprised to see that Buffalo's a three-point road favorite. Look, they're playing great football. They were in a tight game against a division opponent. That doesn't come as a complete surprise. But when you look at this team right now, winners are four in a row. Miami kind of trending in the opposite direction a little bit, even though they had the win over Dallas last weekend. Uh, I, I'm a little surprised to see this number where it's at. Miami plus 140 on the money line. That sounds like a pretty big number when the division is on the line. Yeah, their home away splits obviously favor the Dolphins at home. The market reacting to the Dolphins being embarrassed at Baltimore. So you've got the Bills lane three. Allen's always going to get bet. The Bills always get bet. It's an interesting number. I totally agree with you there. Big guy, the Ravens, the one seed. Right now, tentatively, the Dolphins are sitting two seed. The Chiefs, eighth straight year in division, wrap it up unimpressively at home against the Bengals. Your three seed, the Jaguars, currently sitting four that can change the Browns are going to be locked in at five which is interesting we'll get to the ramifications you've got the Bills currently sitting six and the Colts and Texans round out the AFC so far at seven and eight uh, the Dolphins are completely limping into the end of the season and the postseason. I'm not just talking about losing yesterday, but they lost Bradley Chubb today, torn ACL for him. Uh, Tua's shoulder is sore, and we don't know if Jalen Waddle's going to play next week, but we believe he should be back for the postseason. So the Dolphins have just gotten banged up at the wrong time late in the year where we're going to see the worst version of them when they need to be at their best. <laughs> They're a team that's very susceptible in this playoffs, and when you look across the postseason, right now there are a lot of teams that we just kind of wrote with ink i'm not going to say penciled in like we thought permanently the dolphins the chiefs that they would be these monsters and be able to turn it on the eagles on the other side would just be able to find a way to turn it on the playoffs when it matters i think we are on the cusp of some really surprising things happening i can only pray to the football gods we get joe flacco versus the ravens and he somehow takes down baltimore and on the other side we can get matthew stafford versus the rams and he can take down his former team matthew stafford you know what stood out to me boys uh, you mentioned tua 
Amal, there's a distinct difference playing the position of quarterback when you watch Lamar v. Two is an accurate passer. He's throwing his lollipops, but the difference in talent, Mike McDaniel is scheming him up is what I'm telling you because right now, Lamar is just in a zone. Yeah, Patrick, I'm glad you brought that point up. When you think about it, Todd Monken's done a great job. Listen, nobody's talking about Todd Monken. This guy's going to be a head coach candidate in the offseason. Last two years at Georgia, they won national titles. They lose one game. And then you look at... What he's done with Lamar. All they are is what? 13 and, th- 13 and 3 right now. They're going to probably wind up 13 and 4 because they're not going to play anybody in the final week of the regular season. You've got a quarterback who's going to win league MVP. He culminates the final game for him in the regular season with a 158.3 quarterback rating with just an incredible performance yesterday. 18 for 21, 321 and 5 house calls. I mean, incredible. And this offense, they're trailing 10-7 in the first quarter. Over the next 48 minutes, they outscore Miami 49 to 9. This team deserves a ton of credit. You mentioned it. Lamar Jackson just making plays. I I just thought what really captured Lamar yesterday was the play where he looked like he was going to throw left, turns around, and then throws the ball to Zay Flowers down the field, hits a huge play. They end up going, uh, he ends up going into the end zone for the score, and the game got blown wide open there. This team deserves a ton of credit. On the flip side, you're right. Mike McDaniel has done a great job, and when I think about what he's been able to do for two in terms of scheming guys open, you're absolutely right, and that's the difference you see in coaching. Justin Fields has gotten better progressively. I know we're going to get into the Bears here in a minute, but to me, the coaching matters. We've seen Mac Jones take a huge regression from year one to year two. You think these coaches don't matter? Take a look at what's happening everywhere. It's going to be an AFC Saturday, boys, as we wrap up that side of the bracket. Pittsburgh at Baltimore, big guy. Who plays for Baltimore? Now, it's interesting. We know about John Harbaugh in the pre, in the preseason and how he attacks those games. Well, he's got a preseason game at home in week 18 coming up hosting Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's got obviously plenty to play for. You know your boy Tomlin is going to keep that winning record, which is important. You heard about it ad nauseum yesterday. Uh, Mason Rudolph lane four at Baltimore, the one seed, and then Houston, Indianapolis with a ton on the line in Indy. That's the late game on Saturday. And right now, Dustin, Indy is laying a point. Uh, that game, Houston Indy, fascinates me because as someone holding a Stefanski 14 to 1 ticket, and he is a massive favorite in the coach of the year market right now. Uh, I did get down last week in D'Amico Ryan's 18 to 1 because I do think he is not completely out of it. If he somehow wins this game uh, and goes to the postseason, I think he's in the mix for it. That game's incredible. And then Baltimore and, and Pittsburgh, I got to tell you, I watched a lot of Pittsburgh yesterday. Mason Rudolph. I don't know if he can keep it up, but based on what I've seen through two games, he is significantly better than the other two quarterbacks on the Steelers roster. Like, it's not even close. Do you prefer him or Josh Dobbs? Big guy, the big guy falls for these backups. That's one thing we do know. Although, Rudolph, you're right. He has been balling. Okay, a- I see it. AFC will come back with the NFC. Seven and eight seeds still up for grabs. And then jump into like, love, loathe. Happy New Year, Sharp Money. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, LSU has taken the lead over Wisconsin 35-31. Rely a quest bowl. We'll get to that. But right now, a good opportunity to tell you 
and ask you, why aren't you a subscriber yet? Become part of the team. Become a VEASAN Pro. It's $9.99. I'm telling you, it's a great, de- great deal. Now, uh, $9.99 for a month, and you see if you like it. If not, n- no strings attached. VEASAN.com slash subscribe to get everything we offer. And again, just become part of the community. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. This is Sharp Money, presented by, of course, DraftKings. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles, where... Many miles that way, Pasadena, California, we're going to have the Rose Bowl coming up in 90 minutes. Now, again, everybody, including 19 of the 23 experts over at VEASAN are all over Bama. So the Crimson Tide getting love, 70% of the money. The public is all over Alabama, a clear line in the sand because the book said, oh, yeah, you like Bama? We went one and a half, boom, all the way up to two and a half. Now we've settled in at two. You take a look there, Michigan Lane two, a total of 46. We'll have plenty of in-depth breakdown. Uh, Mr. Austin's going to join you, does a great job with it. We're also going to go straight to New Orleans for the sugar. Marcelo is going to join and give us an idea of what's happening with Texas and Washington. We've got the NFC playoff picture, like, love, loathe coming up, boys. But would one of you like to jump in and tell me what's happening with Wisconsin? How about that, uh, Amal? Wisconsin, LSU. Looks like LSU just scored, huh? Yeah, they lead 35-31, minute 46 remaining. Third down and four coming up for the Badgers on the LSU 35-yard line. Both teams with two timeouts remaining so obviously Badgers need to go to the end zone they have a first down and 10 now uh, inside the 20 28 yard line 27 yard line so again the clock is not a factor yet but if you're LSU you need to keep one eye on it as well because Wisconsin's gonna have to either get stopped on a turnover or four downs and if they give up the touchdown here LSU could come back the other way with a field goal still with two timeouts in the way they've thrown the ball today against a Wisconsin team that came into this game Patrick ranked in the top 25 in terms of passing yards allowed defensively they have looked anything but that. But when you play in the Big Ten West and you get to play Iowa and Minnesota, you should be in the top 25 nationally in passing yards allowed. Yeah, no doubt. That's the only game right now in question. Oregon beating up on Liberty 38-6 and Tennessee 21-0 over Iowa. End of three. Big guy, I know you're interested because you doubled down on LSU here. Yeah, yeah, I make it a lot of mistakes already to start the year. It's uh, going they're, well. They're, it's 35-31, big guy. They're winning. No, no. Well, I, I'd, I'd rather win the, the original bet to prove that I was right to begin with. That's the issue. The sandbagging you do is, is like you, you could teach courses in you, sandbagging. Here, so come you, on in. Let me preface it all with a bit of a flex and then tell you why woe is me. That is the definition of sandbagging. And right there is your best, best example in a little left box there on Sharp Money. That's the big guy. <laughs> all I know is Wisconsin was on third and 15. Oh, there's a fumble. Run it back. Run it back. No, don't dive on it. Run it back. Is he going to cry because he got the ball? Is he going to cry because he forced a turnover? The ball got knocked out of bounds. Yeah, so Wisconsin keeps possession. Look, uh, if if LSU can hold on, we'll end up okay here. If they can somehow win this game, we'll end up okay. No harm, no foul. But it's it's like a lot of stress. Like, I should have bet more on the plus one and a half in game to make up for the stress I have to go through to get there. (laughs) Okay, so just to reiterate, no turnover. It's still Wisconsin's ball. Okay, we are. What are we looking, boys? First and 10, Wisconsin, LSU 27, about a buck 46 to play in the fourth, 35, 31, LSU, correct? Yeah, well, no, they're looking at about third and uh, Madison from here right now. They've gone backwards about 20 yards. I think it's going to be about third and 30. Yeah, he's not exaggerating. And Luke Fickle. 
somehow finally takes a timeout with 38 seconds remaining. So they're going to have two plays, and we'll see where the official spot is in terms of where they mark him. But it looks like it's going to be a long way to go for Wisconsin to get a first down here. Crazy second half for LSU really turned it on. I mean, uh, they, they looked dead in the water in that first quarter, too. Okay, boys, NFC playoff picture, and then we'll get to like, love, loathe. We'll set up the numbers on the games that matter as we head into week 18. The 49ers clinched home field in the NFC with their win and the Eagles lost, so they're good to go. Dallas, how about this, Mr. Goulet? Dallas goes back to the two seed. It's win over the Lions on Saturday. Ahem. And the Eagles lost to the Cardinals. The Eagles, the Eagles are a freaking mess. And we, it, you just love to see it because the accents, the attitude, everything, ben, Benjamin Franklin, everything, Rocky, okay, take it easy. We'll get to them who are sitting five. The Lions are sitting three. More on them, like love, loathe. The Buccaneers continue to lead the NFC South boys, even with their loss to the Saints. They do hold the tie break based on best win percentage in common games and can clinch the division with a win next week where they're at the Panthers. Go ahead and interrupt me if something big happened in the game. Yeah, the game Eagles. Over. Another sack, game, game over. over. It's going to be 31 seconds remaining. Uh, Wisconsin has only one timeout, so LSU will take two knees and this one's over. 35-31 will be the final score. Would you like to take a knee, Dustin, and bitch about winning one of two bets? No, because I broke even. I'd rather make out with a mall than break even. <laughs> At least I feel okay. something. <laughs> it got weird. Uh, the Eagles <laughs> fell to five. And bad visual. Okay, I'm not feeling great, and that didn't ha that didn't help. Bad visual. <laughs> and out of the division lead, of course, the Eagles with their loss to the Cardinals. Matt Patricia running that defense in the second half was absolutely so rewarding for somebody like somebody that watched him progress or regress as a coach and thinking he can run a defense is freaking hilarious. Anyway, they're at the Giants, the Rams. Maybe the biggest surprise of the season based on talent. They clinched a playoff berth with their win. They're going to be at the 49ers, an opportunity to win as the 49ers no doubt will rest. And the Packers, by way of their win last night, moved up to the seventh spot. They're going to be at the Bears. Now, the Bears have plenty to play for, as they've shown, as they continue to win. Uh, the teams in the mix them all, the Seattle Seahawks, they're at the Cardinals, the Saints, they take on the Falcons, the Vikings. They're on life support, but they're still in the mix. So a few teams for two spots, six and seven in the NFC. Yeah, this is going to be fascinating. I mean, I didn't really think the Packers were going to be in the hunt. And how about Seattle blowing an opportunity against Pittsburgh at home? And I mean, we know how competitive Pittsburgh's been throughout the course of the season. But when you look around the landscape of the NFC, I thought yesterday was a day of missed opportunities. Seattle, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, um, you know, nice job by the Rams and uh, the Rams and the Packers. The Vikings at home had an opportunity to go to eight and eight. You look at all those teams that I just mentioned, some teams with the missed opportunities, Atlanta Falcons throw them in the mix. They were complete no shows in Chicago. So yep. this this is going to be fascinating. And by the way, the Philadelphia Eagles, I'll give you a quick comparison. Remind me of the 2020 Steelers. Remember that team went 12 and four, but they got off to that fast start during the regular season and then towards the end of the season they started 11 and 0 and they end up losing uh four of their last uh, five games and that's what philly reminds me a little bit of here this is a team that's kind of limping towards the finish line look some of the losses against dallas and against san francisco are excusable but against the arizona cardinals you have a 21 to 6 halftime lead i thought the cardinals might say hey guys we're not even coming back for the second half we're just going to catch the plane back to glendale 
Yeah, the Atlanta Falcons, I think you two would agree. I think most like Arthur Smith as a young head coach. He's got to go. Like, there's yeah. no chance you bring him back. His team, the counter of what's happened with Eberflus, they've got nothing to play for, and they continue to win, continue to rally. The way that he's handled Bijan Robinson, the pride he stood on with Desmond Ritter. Arthur Smith, there is no chance you bring him back. You got to retool. Pitts has never been unlocked in that offense, big guy. Uh, you continue to take a look. Iberflus is going to be back with the Bears. That's my assumption. And two answers from last night. O'Connell's done a fine job with Minnesota, but you got a big-time coach there, in my opinion, in Green Bay, and there are zero questions about Jordan Love. Jordan Love is going to be a star, and that is the Packers quarterback. The Packers taking on the Bears in Green Bay lane three. Uh, I don't know who I buy in the NFC other than San Francisco. I don't know if I buy Dallas. I think they're maybe two notches below San Francisco. I still don't think they can hang with them. I don't buy Detroit. I definitely don't. Philly may be the worst 11 win team I've ever laid my eyes on. Like there's just something is just can I give so an answer? off. Can I give an answer to you guys? You guys can laugh at me. No, I, I know think you're the second say. most dependable team in the NFC right now is the Los Angeles Rams. And yeah. they are the team that is most likely to take down the 49ers because they know them well, because Shanahan and McVay, because being in the same division, that is a team that could come up with a scheme that could put a, 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 a kink in this, in this uh, what, what, what's the phrase? Chain? <laughs> they nailed it. Just leave it there, bro. Look, you're not broadcasting to a national audience. Just absolutely falling all over yourself with kink in the armor was amazing. That's the now, word! Th th yes, the Rams at not Amal, name a bigger surprise. Please. I, I, I can't because you're absolutely Puka right. Puka Nakua is one of the best football players I've ever seen. Where is this guy? What is this guy? McVay, like, this is a fascinating 9-17. and 17. It, It's funny you mentioned Puka, and I was watching yesterday, and I thought about him, and I said, wow, this guy in any other year is a unanimous, unanimous rookie of the year. Unfortunately, C.J. Stroud is having arguably the greatest rookie season of all time. That's probably the reason why he's not going to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. But the Rams, nobody over the last 10 weeks has played better football than the Los Angeles Rams. Safe to say Stroud puts a kink in Nakua's armor, big guy. Stroud's kinky, that's for sure. Well, you don't know that. You're making things up. We're coming back like love loathe. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, is DraftKings, is this for real? Can we get Len Mead on the phone? Because right now, so check this out. This week, new customers at DraftKings bet $5 and pocket $150 in bonus bets instantly. And you'll get NBA League Pass for the rest of the season. What does that even mean? DraftKings is hooking you up with $150 and League Pass when you use the promo code VEASAN for new customers. This is by far, I know people get overwhelmed with promotion. Like, it's impossible to beat getting $150 in League Pass. Download the app, DraftKings, and use the promo code VEASAN when you sign up. It's DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson, we're ready to go. Of course, the Rose Bowl, the perfect setting for football coming up in an hour and 14 right now, Alabama, Michigan, Michigan Lane 2. We had an earthquake off the coast here in Los Angeles, and those two are going to clash down the road at the Rose Bowl. Texas, Washington later tonight, New Orleans in the Sugar Bowl. Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson, I'm Patrick Maher. We've got two blowouts right now. Oregon 45-6 over Liberty and Tennessee 28 zippy over Iowa. I bring that up because I'm putting you two on the spot. More primed for a blowout today. Michigan-Bama, Texas-Washington. Great question. And I'm only going to say the latter game because of the offensive capabilities of both teams. I think one team could potentially blow them out. I think both teams on the other ga- in the other game are so good defensively that I don't see that happening, especially with Michigan's style of offense. On the flip side, Alabama also has not been elite offensively. They've been good. So I'm going to go with the Texas-Washington game, guys. I will say Texas-Washington because as someone who has been very high on Washington going back to like May of last year after spring ball, uh, this matchup terrifies me. I think Mm. that front for Texas, that (laughs) D-line with multiple (laughs) NFL guys, I think the linebacking core is awesome. I think there's a chance Washington gets out-physicaled at the line of scrimmage, and then Texas's offense does what it wants. Wait, you know what's perfect about that? Because you have Washington 40 to 1 and 25 to 1. You just built a major case against them. Yes. So if they happen to win, you can come in tomorrow and flex. No, see, that I'm, is no, that is no, that's exquisite no, sandbagging. I'm, Dustin, take a bow. I am genuinely if if Washington matched up with Michigan, I actually like Washington against Michigan because I think Washington's offense will score enough, and I don't trust Michigan's offense. If it was against Alabama, Alabama wants 
to do a shootout, I think Washington's offense would absolutely win in a shootout with Alabama. When it comes to Texas, I am definitely scared of that defensive line. They've well got done. two legit NFL guys there, and that is the one thing that can throw Penix yep. off his game. We saw Penix with Arizona. Yep. Arizona Great. was more. Amal, we stopped listening. We stopped listening when he started because of the fl- like you saw what he was doing, correct? Like first <laughs> off, Oregon was laying ten against Washington. The disrespect continues. Look at yeah. he's pissed now, but he sh- he shouldn't be. He should be happy. He's got a bunch of future tickets. But Amal, you see what he's doing. He's building his case, correct? Uh, no question about it. I mean, he's trying yep. to mentally yep. prepare himself in case Washington doesn't win this football game. Look, this is going to be a great game. I, I I'm telling you, <laughs> I think we got the two best college football playoff games. Relax, you'll be fine. Unfortunately, not getting the three and a half here. You need the money line winner here, but you'll be all right. I laid one. There's a, this team hasn't lost since 2023. <laughs> Washington's going to beat Texas. I don't know what you guys are talking. Like we keep on doubting this team. They've got a coach light years ahead of Sarkeesian. There's no reason to continue to doubt them. It, you could, I mean, it, talent wise, yes, Texas top to bottom is better, but you continue to doubt this Washington team. Well, remember, sharp and super steamy on Oregon in the Pac-12 championship game, and Washington was never going to lose that game. Never. Well, and also the steam in this bowl season in general, you can't really trust. It's been abysmal. I mean, go back last, was it last week or the week before SMU and Boston College? All the steam on that one. And Boston College wins as an outright 12-point dog in in Boston. I think a lot of times steam from a betting standpoint is very deceptive anyway. So many people see a move, whether it be half a point, one point, all of a sudden they follow that. You get a lot of the steam chasers, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But when you look at this game, we'll get into the further breakdown in hour number three of Texas-Washington. But look, one thing you can relax with, Dustin, Jonathan Brooks and Patrick, you've talked about this at length. Texas has a great defense, but without Brooks in the running game, I think it takes a bit of a hit. I think B.J. Baxter is going to be an absolute superstar in the future, but can he deliver in a game this big against a team like Washington who offensively is going to put a ton of pressure on you in terms of what they're capable of? Baxter had a nice season, almost 600 yards, but still. To me, th- this is going to be an interesting game. And I thought Patrick brought up a really good point, which is why do we continue to doubt Washington until Texas beats them? Just go with the team. Look, everybody, including myself in Seattle, said, no, nah, I think Oregon's going to win that game. In Vegas, no, Oregon's going to win that game. All they do is win, win, win. No matter what. Um, oh, here we go. Here it is, boys. People are afraid to look square by touting Washington. Because, quote, sharp betters have been fading Washington. And when they went through their stretch where they just kept winning, but they kept winning tight games, sharp betters said, beware, this Washington team ain't that good to the point where they drove the number all the way up the doubles against Oregon. And again, let me repeat, Oregon was never in that game. (laughs) Not close. So I don't, again, what are we, what are we looking at here? Like love, loathe time. We have plenty to come when it comes to the final four. And yes, we're calling it the final four, big guy, because yeah, it's college football play. Final four just has a better, better ring to it. Is it fair? I Absolutely. Think, I like, I kind of call the final four in every sport, the final four. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. 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 Semis, semis bores you. Uh, about, well, I'm if, all, by let's by double way, team if, this. if Washington wins, I'll have more than a semi. 
Uh, let's continue. Amal, let's, and Dustin, shut up. Let's double team the Bears for our <laughs> like because I know we're both on them. And I'll start, I'll specifically point out Eberflus. Eberflus is going to keep the job in Chicago. He's got the Chicago Bears off an 0-4 start sitting 7-9. and Now think about it this way. Over their last seven, they're 5-2. and That terrible loss in Cleveland, they'd still be in the mix. Yep. They'd be 6-1 and over their last seven. This is fascinating. Fields is playing great. 268, a touchdown, 45 on the ground, a touchdown. Again, they traded away everything. They bring in DJ Moore, 92 catches, 1,300 yards. He's a wide receiver one, eight touchdowns. Now, Dustin mentioned it earlier. The fascinating offseason that's about to commence for the Bears is just so complex, we could do a whole sharp money on it. But I got to say, my like this week is Eberflus and specifically what he's done keeping the Bears in the mix. It's an exciting young team. I love the call. And, you know, I second that one with my like here with the Chicago Bears. You mentioned the last seven games, five and two, but more importantly, the defense. Everyone was laughing at Ryan Poles for acquiring Montez Sweat. He's going to be a free agent. Well, you know what? You just signed that, signed that player to a long-term contract. And look at this defense. You mentioned that seven games. This team has given up. 17.4 points per game during that stretch. Justin Fields, the knock was always on him. You know what? He has started to play a lot better football. Yes, he does have four interceptions during that stretch of seven games, but overall, he's played a lot better. Four consecutive games with a touchdown pass. He is starting to find himself. This team offensively is a lot more comfortable, a lot more confident. I mean, think about this, guys. We would not have considered the Bears having a chance going into week 18 in Lambeau Field on the road in the regular season finale. Probably pencil the Packers into the seventh spot, into the NFC playoffs. That's not the case here. And the other thing I think that you brought up with Matt Eberflus that's very important, this team deserves a ton of credit for not laying down. They could have easily said, look, we're not going anywhere. We're sitting at 2-7. and seven. We're in a position, season's probably over. But no, this team did not give up on that. And I think that deserves a ton of credit. There are guys with long-term contracts that don't have to worry about. They're trying to get into the injury, into the offseason injury free. But to go out there and compete the way they did, and you mentioned another thing, that Browns game, which they probably should have won, even the Detroit game. This team, realistically, guys, yeah. should be 7-0 and over their last uh, seven games and should be sitting at 9-7 and seven in that point. playoff position. So I, I don't think you can take anything away. Real quick, I'm going to put both of you on the spot. You're the GM. You're Ryan Poles. Do you move on, Patrick, Dustin? Do you guys stay with Fields, or do you go take Williams or May? You have so many assets. Yeah. You have so many, like... The, the possibility of Williams being special on a rookie deal it, it outweighs anything you could potentially get from Fields. Get assets, move on. I hate to say it because I love Fields, but that's what I'm doing. Justin, you guys agree or disagree? Justin Fields has cemented himself as a legit QB1. What he's Absolutely. done is tremendous. A hundred out of a hundred times you move on from him at this point and you reset that clock to one, save your job, but for the, the highest possible upside for this team is to add Caleb Williams and the financial flexibility you could put around him. I, I hear what you guys are saying. Totally I'm just going to quickly counter that with the last 10 number one overall picks at quarterback. The two that have been successful have been Cam Newton and Joe Burrow. Most of the rest of the guys that you see that were number one overall picks have not had the level of success that you would expect out of a number one pick. Now, Andrew Luck is kind of a, you know, incomplete, 
but I, I would just proceed with a little bit of caution if I'm Chicago. Better get Don't the pick disagree, right. and I love Fields, but in May they'd have a decision. Yep. And essentially they'd extend them and probably pay them more than 40 mil per. So that the cap becomes a much different story for a young rebuilding team. I love Fields. It, it is it's a fascinating decision. We continue like love loathe. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.